Welcome, gang. You're listening to the Help My Marketing podcast, where we talk all things marketing, the sexy things, the not-so-sexy things, the fun stuff, the serious stuff, basically all the things that make you a better marketer. Not just theory-based, everything we discuss on this podcast has been tried, tested, and validated by the team at Orbit over the last five years as we build successful campaigns for our agency clients in a whole range of industries. Don't forget, if you'd like help with your campaigns, go to orbitmarketing.com.au and reach out for a chat with one of our experienced marketing experts so we can show you how to bring the sort of attention and leads that could change the game for your business. Hey gang, welcome back to the show. You're listening to episode 15 of the Help My Marketing podcast and episode three in our six-part mini-series on how to develop your own effective marketing plan. Um, So today's episode will probably be a little bit shorter because what we're talking about is creating your offer. And creating your offer is actually not that complex. Um, The next part, will be more detailed. The next part is how to position your offer. And so positioning your offer is all about creating the messaging in such a way that it appeals to your target audience. It's all about, you know, how do you present the benefits of this in such a way that it's going to encourage people to do whatever it is that you want them to do, to take up your offer. So so that one will be a little bit longer, but today's one is going to be quite short because If you've done the first two parts of the planning process, so that's setting appropriate goals for the particular stage of the funnel and then developing your client persona, right? So who is it that you need to talk to to achieve that goal that you set? If you've done those two parts and you've done them effectively, this bit becomes really simple. So on that, if you haven't listened to episodes one and two, and you haven't set your goals and developed your client persona, I would suggest going and having a listen to those two episodes now. Because if you haven't done that, then creating an effective offer is really difficult. In fact, I'd say it's impossible. If, if you don't know what your goals are, if you don't know what you're trying to achieve and you don't know who you need to talk to to achieve them and what their fears and frustrations and goals and desires are, you're not going to be able to create an offer that solves those problems or achieves those goals. So if you haven't listened to those two episodes of the podcast, I would zoom off and listen to them now and then come back and listen to to this one. So for those of us who are still here, your offer. And I I just want to talk about the word as well for a minute, offer. I feel like I feel like it's been um, misappropriated a bit in recent years, and now we've kind of been conditioned that when we think of an offer, we think of a discount, special offer, introductory offer, and it doesn't mean that. And in the context of what we're doing, it definitely doesn't mean that. All it is, your offer is simply the thing that you're offering people, whether it's your free offer because you're trying to add people to a marketing list whether it's uh, a paid offer, which might be discounted because you want to get people to trial your service or trial your product, 
and make that jump from being a prospect to being an actual paying customer or whether it's your full priced core product or main product, whatever it is, your offer is simply the thing that you want people to take or to do or to buy. It doesn't have to be discounted. It might be, but it doesn't need to be. So when I'm talking about your offer, that's what I'm talking about, the thing that you're offering people. So with that said, let's jump into it. How do you create an offer? Well, what you really want to do is you want to be creating something that helps people either solve one of the problems or remove one of the fears or the frustrations that you identified when you did your client persona exercise. And at the same time, it needs to help achieve your goal, the goal that you set in step one. So for example, if your goal, if you're talking to a cold audience, right, you've set a goal, which is at the top of your sales funnel, you're going out to a cold audience, you're not quite ready to try and sell them something yet. Um, but you want to get them onto a marketing list so you can sell them something later on. So let's say your goal might be to add 15 people a week to your email marketing list. Then whatever it is that you're offering necessarily needs to collect their details. So it could be that you're going to do a webinar, which they need to sign up for so you can get their details. It could be that you're offering a lead magnet that they're going to download like an ebook or a checklist that they need to opt in for and give you their details so that they can download it. Right? Could be something along those lines. And then not only does it have to help you achieve your goal of collecting people's details, but it needs to, as I said, either solve that problem, remove that frustration or achieve that goal. So when you're doing that, go back to your client persona and have a look at what were the frustrations that you identified? What were the fears that you identified? And what were their goals and their desires that you identified? And start thinking about what is it that you do? What is it that you know that can help those people sort that problem out? Then the next thing that you need to do is you need to have a bit of a look at the client persona the bit where you where you looked at their profession, where you looked at their hobbies, where you looked at their family, and start to and start to figure out how much time does this person have? Is this somebody that's really time poor? And so whatever it is that you're offering needs to be really quickly and very easily consumed. Is it maybe somebody that's got a little bit more time on their hands? Is it somebody who's really analytical like what was their decision making process like and that will help you decide what type of offer you know what it is that you're going to create for them so let's say for example you've got or you're targeting business executives busy time poor professional business executives the offer isn't going to be a webinar probably is it because who's like who of that group of people is taking 45 minutes to an hour to turn up for a webinar from somebody they've never heard of? Probably not going to happen. 
but it might be a checklist or it might be an infographic that's really useful and very helpful and takes them through a process that they can use to either achieve you know whatever that goal was or solve whatever that problem was that they can download immediately they don't have to wait three weeks until the webinar date they can download it immediately and they can consume it in just a few minutes right so it could be something really simple like that so that so so think about what's the goal that you need to achieve and how are you going to go about doing that right so if it's if it's let's say you're further along in your sales funnel let's say you've added people to a list and you've been nurturing them for a little while and now it's time for them to make a purchase so your offer might be something that you actually want people to buy if they've never bought from you before and your main product is a high ticket product you know so if you're in the in the coaching space and you've got you know a $3000 coaching product or you're like us you're in the digital marketing space and your campaigns might start from a thousand dollars a month or range up to you know who knows how much five six seven thousand dollars a month then people might not be ready to opt in for that right away so what do you do how can you solve a small problem for that person or how can you achieve a small goal for that person in a short space of time for a much lower cost so let's say um, i really like the example of the physiotherapist right so the physiotherapist um, their core product might be a series of 10 visits where you come along for a massage session or whatever it might be a physiotherapy session and you need to come back eight or nine times in order to get this problem properly resolved well the person might not be ready for that but you might have a really quick 15 minute one-off neck and shoulder massage that's going to release the tension in people's neck and shoulders and suddenly they're just going to feel so much better than they did before they got there and that's something that you could offer at a very very cost effective price which means the barrier to entry for that person is really low so they're much more likely to take it up from someone they don't really know because you're offering to solve a real problem for them in a very short amount of time for a really low price so they're much more likely to take that up easy for you to deliver because it's 15 minutes right And then once they've had that experience and it's been a really positive experience, they're much more likely to buy your core product, which is your 10 visits at however much per visit over a period of, you know, a couple of months, which is what you really want to sell them. And once they make that initial purchase, there's a massive psychological shift that happens when somebody goes from being a prospect to actually getting their wallet out and paying for something and becoming a customer. There's a huge psychological shift. So... Let's say your 15-minute neck and shoulder massage was normally $79, but you were doing it for $7. That's crazy. You're not making a cent on that. In fact, it's costing you money, but it's, it's harder, right? Believe it or not, it's actually harder to get somebody to go from zero money spent with you to $7 than it is to get them to go from $7 to $795 for the 10 sessions because they've already crossed that psychological barrier of paying you for something. And if they've had a really good experience, I think, wow, you know, if I pay all this extra, I'm going to have a much better experience and a much better outcome. And they're far more likely to do it. And that's why you see all of these really crazily priced offers going around, because there is that psychology of crossing that line from being a prospect to becoming a customer. 
So from your perspective, if your goal was to convert people who are already on your list, let's say I want to take 20 people from my marketing list in the next month and convert them into paying customers, if that's your goal, then maybe an offer might be an introductory offer like that. Think about what the problem is that you're solving. How do you do that or the goal that you're achieving? How do you do that with an entry-level offer? So that's the process of creating the offer, right? It's not that complicated. Think about what you're trying to achieve. Think about the fears, frustrations, goals, and desires. What can you offer people that one, achieves your goal, two, fixes their problem or achieves their goal, and that will help you put that offer together. The positioning of it, so how you go about presenting that to people, that's a more complex um, task. And we're going to cover that in more detail in the next episode. And that'll be a longer episode. But for now, all I want you to do is to go away, go back to those first two stages and think about what can my offer be? What is it that I can offer people to achieve both of those things? And then in the next podcast, we're going to start talking about exactly how you form up that messaging. And that's when things start to get really fun and exciting. So that's it for today. Nice short episode. And I will look up, I'll look forward to catching up with you guys on the show in the next episode. You've been listening to the Help My Marketing podcast, where we make you a better marketer. Don't forget, if you'd like help with your marketing or advertising, reach out to us for a chat with one of our digital marketing experts. You can find us on Instagram at orbit underscore marketing, on Facebook at Orbit Marketing Oz, or at www.orbitmarketing.com.au. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the podcast next week.